Are you thirsty? And now I'm not talking about a beverage of choice, water or wine or whatever. I'm talking about thirst that quenches the soul, the need to feel loved, appreciated, or maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you want power. Maybe you want your name on billboards flashing light. What if you want to find something that you feel that you can't get anywhere else but from outside? Well, if you're thirsty, listen to today's episode. We're going to be talking about where true fulfillment is, true happiness is, and some of it, it's going to be obvious, but some of the things we're going to be talking about will really shift how you think about the things that you find for satisfaction and meaning. And you're going to get all of this coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. This is not some easy stuff, so I really appreciate that you're here. I don't know how you stumbled here via Twitter or X, whatever they want to call themselves this week, (laughs) or through my articles or through a friend or whatever, but I'm so glad that you're here. I try to post new episodes on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, so make sure, if you haven't done so already, that you hit the follow or subscribe button. So that way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening, I just want to thank you so much for continuing to be here. Make sure that if you've been enjoying these podcast episodes to share this podcast episode or this podcast period with somebody else, that way we can be able to elevate this message of hope, healing, recovery, restoration, and understanding who you truly are. Look, we live in a world, a very broken and just confused world where everyone says that you are one click away from happiness, or if you buy this one thing, it'll take away all your pain and misery. But the fact of the matter is true fulfillment comes from understanding who you are, introspection, knowing what you want at a deep soul-based level. And that's the kind of conversations that we have here in the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, which is not just designed for introverts or for entrepreneurs. It's designed for anybody who wants to improve their life and their lifestyle. So obviously sharing this podcast, connecting with me via Spotify, writing a review wherever you're listening, that really helps amplify this message so that we can have more conversations about these things. I've been doing these podcasts, this podcast for over two years, and I have learned so much from you. And the more conversations I have, the more questions I can answer, the more other topics I can explore. I'm I, I'm always in awe about the things that you guys ask me via social media, privately, via, via my website, all these other uh, channels. I'm really just so appreciative. I'm so humbled. So let's make sure that we just continue just growing this community that we've got going on. Okay. As I mentioned earlier, if you want to learn more about me, go ahead and check me out on denisegly.com. There you'll be able to read my articles, as I mentioned earlier, or just take advantage of one of my courses or resources that way that you can get the support that you deserve. And lastly, if you want to connect with me via social, as I mentioned earlier, I'm on Twitter X at Denise G. Lee. I'm leaving links in the show notes below so that you can be able to access me, whichever channel that is best for you. Now, I'm going to start off today's podcast in an unusual way. I'm going to actually quote from Miss Brittany Jean Spears (laughs) of uh, Baby Hit Me One More Time, that, that Britney Spears. And I want to just explain 
something and the best way I can explain it is through somebody else's words. So unless you've been under a rock, uh, let me date stamp this. I'm we're having I'm having this recording on August 28th, 2023, and a few weeks ago, Britney Spears announced that she was being she was separating from her third husband. And uh, the the day her her now soon to be ex-husband posted about the divorce announcement, she posted about wanting to buy a horse. But anyway, the subsequent message, she actually addressed it. So I'm on Instagram right now, and this message was made on August 18th, and this is from Miss Spears directly. And just to give you context about what's going on, she's wearing a, a bright green bikini pants and boots while wearing a crop top, and she's scantily clad, but and dancing, but that's really neither here nor there. But I just wanted to give you some more meaning as to what I'm reading to understand the full package of her emotions in this moment. Let me go up to the top and start finding the message. Okay, quote, As everyone knows, Hassam and I are no longer together. Six years is a long time to be with someone, so I'm a little shocked, but... I'm not here to explain why, because it's honestly nobody's business, exclamation point. But I couldn't take the pain anymore, honestly, exclamation point. In some sort of telepathic way, I have been receiving so many messages that melt my heart from friends, and I thank you. I've been playing it strong for too long, and my Instagram may seem perfect, but it's far from reality, and I think we all know that. I would love to show my emotions and tears on how I really feel, but some reason I've always had to hide my weaknesses. If I wasn't my dad's strong soldier, I would be sent away to places to get fixed by doctors. Exclamation point. But that's when I needed the fa family the most. You're supposed to be loved unconditionally, not under conditions. Exclamation point. So I will be as strong as I can and do my best and I'm actually doing pretty darn good. Well, she, other words, sorry. Anyways, have a good day and don't forget to smile. There's so much in that message. And if you're only just looking at her dance scantily, you're missing the whole point of this woman's message. Uh, as I am looking right now, Britney Spears, how much is that young, I shouldn't say young woman, she's my age. How much is she worth these days? She is worth $70 million. My husband told me a, a while ago she lost a good chunk of it. I, don't, I guess buy, wanting to buy a horse or something. But anyway, this woman has been working since she was like 13, 12, 13 years old, back in the Mickey Mouse Club days. And she never had a chance to grow up. She was always trying to obviously seek the approval of her father. Even when she had her hit, Oops, I Did It Again, and sold over 100 million records worldwide, she was feeling empty and alone and afraid. And she is forever stuck in a adolescent state of mind, despite the fact that of her rich and riches and her fame and her, all her followers, she has everything that the world quote unquote says that she has, that the world says that you need to have, but she's forever thirsty. Are you thirsty friend? 
Are you looking to find satisfaction in what the world can provide for you? How many more examples of people do you need to see? Well, let's let's just talk about some more examples. And we're all on this Pop-Tart news circuit. Now, the other day, I was reading an article that Halle Berry is going to be paying her ex-husband $8,000 a month for paternity, not paternity, pardon me, child support payments. And on top of that, she's going to have to be doing some other things for, for to pay for it. I'm actually looking at the articles um, from people and she will be paying, like I said, 8,000 a month in child support. And she'll also pay him 4.3% of any income. She receives over $2 million in additional support. She will also pay for his, her son's private school tuition, uniform school supply, and pay back her ex-husband, Oliver Martinez, back any of the costs from the 2023-2024 school year. Everyone wants to look up to celebrities who have fame and fortune, but they don't see the other end of what they're going through. And I'm not telling you the story to feel sorry for Britney Spears or Halle Berry or any celebrity that you may have. The point I'm trying to illustrate about this is that so many of us, we think we want things, but if we take on the fame and the fortune that we see from other people, we're taking the whole kid and caboodle. So what I want to do right now is I want to get really deeper on when we say that we want either more money or fame or power, what do we really want? And in my experience with working with clients over the years, when we say we want money, what we really want to say is I want more security. I want more time freedom. I want more options. Because here's the thing. You can only accumulate so many toys and so many, so much physical possessions that you can't even really enjoy it. I was watching a documentary called The Telemarketers on, on HBO Max, and now they call it Max. Everyone's changing the name, but I can't figure out who's who these days. But anyway, there was this company, Civic Development Group, and after they settled with the FTC, they were forced to surrender their two mansions. And they, in fact, they, was, they had one mansion on one either side of the lake that they take one, their luxury yacht over to uh, cr cross over the water to go to another, uh, another mansion. And they had $1 million worth of wine. They had three Bentleys. They had all these expensive things that they couldn't even really spend. They couldn't even spend any time on let nonetheless even enjoy and so when we people when people say i want things are you really going to devote the time and the energy for those things or is this going to be something that you need really more storage space you know i live in central texas in the in the united states of america i know i've got people um international folk who listen to this podcast i just want to give you context where i am and one of the things in central texas that so amazes me is the need for storage facilities so much storage facilities and most people who have homes in our in my the area where i live they don't use their garages for their cars they use the garages for their stuff and if you your garage if you have a garage if you have a home it's just filled with stuff at your level Imagine what it would be like if you had a 
million, two million, fill in the blank amount of money. Would you, your mindset as you accumulate more money will never change. I've heard many, many celebrities that still go to Target and Walmart, they just fill up their cart full of stuff, despite the fact that they could easily go to Versace or Donna Karen or Poochie or all these other places. And the reason why is that their mindset has never changed. The thirst never changed. So if you're thinking about your life right now and you're thinking about all the things that you want to accumulate, if your mindset is still thinking on survival mode, it will still stay that. You will just accumulate and accumulate and accumulate. But what is lacking inside of yourself and your heart is that desire to fulfill safety and security. And I'm here to just be very blunt and very honest in saying that if you believe that things and possessions are going to make you feel happy about yourself, you are dead wrong. There are too many stories online too many, you probably even know about Anadoli through a friend of a friend about someone who has accumulated their titles and successes and all the things that they want. And they are no happier than they were when they, before they even started their road towards success. And so as you're thinking about what you want monetarily, is it really money? Is, are you really wanting security and security in what? Too many of us grew up in homes where our parents mismanaged resources. Too many of our parents were sending us the message that if we accumulate the right resources, then we can feel happier about ourselves. We can feel optimistic about the road that we're going. And because they were damaged, because they were fed false information, too many of us as adults think that, well, if this is what our parents thought, this must be the way the world is. This may must be the way that we must operate. And let me just tell you something. Just because something is normalized doesn't make it healthy or safe or helpful to you as an adult. So as you're thinking about the things that you crave, the things that you idolize, now I want you to ask yourself right now, where in the world did I get this message? Who told me that I needed stuff? In order to feel good, who told me that if I needed fame and fortune, I would feel better about myself? Look, here's the thing, and this would be a no-brainer, but I just have to say it out loud, is that if everyone in the world thinks they know you, you are going to have to be, be performing because people are darn fickle. And the moment you say or do anything that makes them feel offended or fearful or scared, they're going to lash out and want to hurt your reputation on the low end. And in some cases, they might want to destroy your reputation. And you see it all the time on social media. Go to anybody's account that has at least 500,000, a million followers, and they could be saying, have a happy day or be good. And you will read through the comment section. There will always be someone who posts something vitriotic and nasty to even the most innate mundane comment. And that's the way it works when you have fame. There's someone who's going to be jealous and envious because they want what you don't have. And so if you know that fame is not the end all be all, what do you really want? Behind the fame, you want acknowledgement.
You want appreciation. You want someone to feel that you are noticed. We live in a world with all these people, yet we all feel so alone because as human beings, we have a hole in our heart that wants to connect with another person. We want to be acknowledged by the people who are closest to us, our, our parents or our kids or our community. And if we don't feel like we feel acknowledged by even on the small nuclear level, we want to expand our circle more and more and more so that we have more people that can pay attention to us. But who's, who, what kind of attention do you want? And there's so many people who have resorted to shock jock tendencies. When I say shock jock, I'm thinking about uh, Howard Stewart's of the world, but now there's so many other people who took up his script of just do blatantly uh, uh, inappropriate things, the Borat's generation. And you have to ask yourself, when you push yourself to do the more inappropriate things just to get the eyeballs, are they really wanting your attention because they see that you are doing something of worth or that you're just getting attention because it's just so inflammatory or off the beaten path of what is considered normal and healthy? I want you to start thinking about what you want when you say, I want fame. Is there a part of you right now that just wants to be loved and appreciated? And if you want to be loved and appreciated, who do you want to be loved and appreciated from? And for many years, I really, if anything, I just wanted to be appreciated and loved by my father. But the fact of the matter is, my father is an emotionally disabled person. He can't relate well to feelings or emotions because he himself has never allowed himself to be vulnerable with and honest with himself. Forget about other people. And so when you're trying to take, get your thirst quenched from someone who has an empty vessel of love to give out to anybody else, then it's not shocking for you to feel more thirst. So for so many of us who want fame, the reality is what we really want is we're wanting to search for something from someone that they can't, that they can't give out. So as you're thinking about I'm thirsty for family connections, now is the time that I want to encourage you is is for you to think about what connections can you you can you create with people who are emotionally available to you right now? You know, I'll be honest with you. I burned through a lot of relationships because of my fear of wanting to connect with people. You see, it's kind of funny. The things that we say that we want the most are the things that we fear at the same time. We say that we want connections, but we self-sabotage through isolating or perhaps we say that we want to get better with our lives but then we also self-sabotage because we fear the change we fear change of habits and so as you're thinking about what you want to connect with with someone on an emotional level ask yourself am I connecting with people who are available and eager and competent to be able to share my feelings and emotions are they willing to also be able to understand who I am and what I need. Because if you're looking for connections from people who aren't available, it's a fool's errand. And that clearly explains the frustration and the irritation and not being able to feel whole with someone else. At least that's been my experience. Have you been looking for love from people who clearly demonstrate that they don't have love to give back. And I, this is the time where I really want to recommend the, 
my course, Amazing Attitude, because I have found working with my own, with my own personal development issues and issues with my own clients that the reason why we feel this deep satisfaction is because there's a unhealed trauma or emotional pain that was never addressed. So we keep recreating those same dramatic events with family or friends or work associates because there's an unhealed trauma. And instead of addressing that, we just think, well, maybe I can find a solution with this person or that situation or with this income. And the, the hunger and the thirst for wanting to feel fulfilled grows ever more which because we never learned our lessons from the la last time so we'll keep repeating it. and as we keep repeating each and every new <laughs> misfortunate event the pain amplifies itself and so we feel ever more alone alone and afraid and so if we can get to the root issue about what we have dealt with we can be able to get past our past and live a happier and fulfilling life. An amazing attitude, and leaving a link in the show notes below can help you get there. But anyway, this whole question about thirst, it's really about what is going on beneath the surface that we haven't had the, the courage to be able to face. And I know we live in a world that says you are one click away from your shoulder pain or, or back aches or not, or you're one course away or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, it's going to be going to get to the point where you're going to have to ask yourself, am I really honest with myself? Am I ready to be real about the things that scare me and frighten me? Am I really ready to address the dissatisfaction I had with my parents or growing up in my a, a painful home where I was bullied or I never felt acknowledged or appreciated because I was so busy trying to caretake my own parents because they were alcoholics or drug abusers or workaholics or whatever it is. The thirst always comes from a pain that was never addressed. And so if you're going to live a happy and fulfilled life, there's no way around it. And I know it's so easy to say as you're listening to me, well, that's, th that's great, Denise. I want to find something that's easier and softer. But heed my words. Heed what I have to say. I want what I'm saying to burn into your head so that you can be able to understand the way to live a happy and fulfilled life is to not let your past damage your present and ruin your future. Our brains are very funny things. We like repeating patterns over and over and over because we think that if we repeat it enough times, we can be able to overcome it and be able to go on to the next thing. But here's the thing about it. If you don't understand the meaning behind the messages of the past, you'll keep repeating the exact same things unconsciously, self-sabotaging yourself, and then feel no close to happiness than from the beginning of your own journey. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to understand right now who you are, why you do the things you do, and so that you can be able to not get into patterns that are self-defeating. What are you thirsty for? I don't know what you need right now, but I do know that running away is never going to help. So I hope that as you're listening to this message, you're going to be identifying the things that you want, money, fame, power, success, privilege, and understanding what hunger is behind that and the reason behind that. I have amazing attitude. I have so many other resources to, to help you answer that question for yourself because that's a personal 
moment of inflection that only you can have. This is not. This is a road that no one can take you through. You have to be willing to take yourself through. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I enjoy the time that we have with one another. It is a hard road to be introspective. It is a hard road because so many of us are conditioned to want to entertain the pain away. But if you can actually pause and ask yourself these questions, you are one step closer to inner fulfillment. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, make sure you share it, write a review, all that good stuff. As always, I enjoy talking with you. Let's continue the conversation on Twitter, Denise G. Lee. And with that being said, take care and be awesome.